Welcome to Season 3 of Multi-Class Theater, now with 50% more class. And 100% more runtime. That's right, it's a special double-length episode of your favorite... Geology seminar with occasional role-playing. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast for that role-playing, and contains adult language, fantasy violence, and we feel we should add that the mid-roll for this episode gets a little racy, too. Sorry, Mom. But if you still love us after two seasons of this nonsense, then settle in and enjoy the show. This season on Multiclass Theater... Rotan, Silway, and Mist journeyed to Silway's hometown of Tyr, where they learned that an ancient named Endu has been sacrificing his own people as part of a ritual to break the magical seals that protect the heart of Tyr, the source of magic in the land. Got all that? Endu's own brother, Elsko, once used but a shard of that power and ended up creating a vast, cursed wasteland and Endu is considerably less sound of mind. Our heroes followed Endu to the mysterious Shrouded Isle, from which no one has ever returned, naturally, to stop the ritual before it can go any further. Along the way, they recruited two new companions to their cause, Desmond, a cleric of storms with little memory of his own past, and Winley, a gnomish bard who is charming but also downright terrifying. The travelers bonded over unsettling dreams and a battle with a kraken, finally arriving on the Shrouded Isle. But it seems Endu is not the only danger in the shadows. The isle is ruled by a despotic lord whose will is enforced by menacing soldiers known as the Dead Guard. So, lighter and fluffier this season is not. Let's see how grim and dark things will get on Multiclass Theater. When last we left our merry band of adventurers, you had arrived at the barony. Uh, you had met Hans Dieter, the innkeeper, as well as Niles and Noreen, two newcomers to the Shrouded Isle. Hans has given you three rooms, and you have headed upstairs to unwind, relax, recover, it has been a very long day for all of you. Yes, what is it? What? what what's... Why are we here in room number one? <laughs> <laughs> well, Rotan and I had the, had the discussion with the, um, the two people downstairs. Ah, yes. The ones that looked like they had actually seen sunlight? Yes, yes, that's right, yes. Well, what did they say? They were sailors on, on Endo's ship. It was shipwrecked off the coast. And they managed to survive and make to shore, but Endu is somewhere else. They don't know where. But he's definitely on this island somewhere. And he has an obsidian necklace. Hmm. And uh, what is the significance of this obsidian necklace? Oh, that's right. You weren't at the council, were you? Uh, the, the obsidian necklace, he traveled to, to Sisha to get that. It, it was some sort of vital part of whatever he is planning. Ah, I see. I wish I knew more about what it was, but all I know is it's it confirmed that it is, is in fact Endu who goes on that ship. And recently, like two weeks ago. Well, then we are in the right place. So, do we reckon he's still here, or...? 
It was only two weeks ago, so unless he did what he had to do in the last two weeks, he must either still be here or has left a fresh trail. Okay, so either we're going to find a live ancient in Endu or a dead ancient in right someone else. I don't. I, I doubt he brought an ancient body with him, but you never know. Does that mean there's an ancient here? I would not be surprised by that, actually. This is a place that ancients would have been sent. Janky manor house up there is kind of giving me vibes of, uh, you know, ancient ritual. Sort of place of power, good place to get into trouble sort of thing. That's a good point. I wonder who used to live there. We should find that out in the morning. Talk to some locals. That's a good idea. Get a sense of the place and see... It seems that there are many places around this island that perhaps could be uh, the source of which we seek, but uh, it's hard to say right now. According to Sodal, these places that Endu seeks out are, are scenes of great tragedy, so we, should need, we need to find something terrible that happened here, or it is currently happening here, and that is where he will be. Huh. Oh, terrible meaning worse than oh, spectral knights attacking us at the dock. Dude, that's yes. basically Thursday for us. I think the way Sodosa described it was it would be like an extended tragedy. Years and years worth of tragedy happening all in one place. That's right. It is Thursday. Well, <laughs> I mean, abandoned and run-down manor kind of speaks of, like, a family decaying into ruin. This whole island has an air of tragedy around it, doesn't it? No, that's true. It's very true. Anyone recognize that statue? You could all do a history check. Eleven. Uh, no, Rotan does not recognize it. Eighteen. Good, I'm going to get my natural ones out of the way now. <laughs> Twenty-one. It Eight. looks like me. <laughs> it's Rotan. <laughs> you blew it up, you idiot. What is this place? <laughs> Damn you. Damn you. Damn you all to hell. <laughs> Desmond and Silway. You both recognize the statue. Uh, the statue is of a man in ornate plate armor. A helmet is upon his head. And he is extending one of his arms forward as if pointing out over the town or even slightly down at the town. It's a very imposing and intimidating statue. Almost as if the statue is trying to subjugate the town. Oh, right. weird. And it's, it's, on, it's on an elevated area like on a hill yes. behind the town yes okay. it is it is on it's on a bluff overlooking the town there are two bluffs that overlook the town one has the statue on it the other has the manor house on it and the statue you have seen depictions uh so way you saw when you were in the spiral corridor back in the red fields you remember seeing that figure in some of the paintings and desmond for some reason, in your Swiss cheese memory, <laughs> the name Lord Starge pops out. Yes, for some reason, in my Swiss cheese memory, the name Lord Starge appears. Not quite sure what the significance of this person is, but it is. Uh, Lord Starge. Is... Oh, wasn't yes. he the guy from the play? He showed up. Why does that guy keep appearing and all? Yes, we saw him in the in the tapestries in a, in the red fields in the, in the keep there, and he was the subject of that terrible terrible play that the Brotherhood put on. Lord Starch. 
Apparently he was an awful, awful misogynistic man. And now huh. there's a statue of him overlooking this town. So he was a um, a, a ruler of some kind? A, uh, a man of some kind of importance? Enough to yes, yes. Uh, uh, in, in Rothian history, he was a figure who... Um, I wish I knew the story, but it was... I was so focused on the terrible acting in the play, I didn't get the whole story. <laughs> yeah, this is where I'm always fuzzy on how much to jump in and say, hey, you remember this versus <laughs> what you actually remember. But I do well, remember he was he was exiled, so he was probably sent here and must have, I don't know, taken over and built statues of himself or something. Do you remember why he was exiled? I believe he was exiled along with that evil wizard. Who was that evil wizard, Rotan? The one we were he kept hearing about in, in the Red Fields. Oh, yes, that one. <laughs> the 300-year-old evil wizard that made that crystal. Yes. Mist pulls out a book and starts flipping through it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Anlin. 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 So did you write his name down in your little book, Mist? I write a lot of stuff down in my little book. Is that you, you talking to Catsy? Is that, is that how that works? Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, An- Archmage Anlin. Anlin, that's right. So wait, they were both sent here? I, I, or one of them was, and the other came with as some sort of act of devotion, maybe? I, ugh. I, I ugh. Who would, who would have known that Rothian history is the one I should have paid attention to? But I believe his, um, his wife also, um, Lord Starge's wife, would have sent here too. She might have been crazy? I don't know. Do you know how long ago? Oh, this was like 300 years ago. Oh, Interesting. Which is about when they stopped sending people to the Shrouded Isle, as I recall. At least the Tyrans stopped sending people to the Shrouded Isle. Huh. Maybe he maybe he was one of the last. Great, so more of Anlin's bullshit that we have to deal with here. Good news, Rotan. It's an evil wizard, despite. I am so pleased to hear. Right. Well, we have several lines of inquiry for the morning. We can ask around the townspeople. Find out who that statue is for sure. If he's still around. Who lived in that manor house? All, all kinds of questions we could ask. Good places to start, I think. That manor house has an evil vibe about it. I would be in favor of checking it out in the morning. Or even tonight, perhaps. Rotan, what have we learned about adventures in the middle of the night? They're very dark. Well, that's progress. And cold, full of snow, and giant tentacly catch things. That might have been a one-time <laughs> encounter. Well, clearly I need more night adventuring experience then. But, uh, but I am I am rather tired, and I would be in favor of of spending the night here in this bed. Silway so exhales in relief. You all sleep fairly well, all things considered. It is quiet once the tavern empties out. Occasionally, you hear the clanking of what sounds like metal armor on the streets below. You wake up the next morning feeling very refreshed. Strangely, when you wake up in the morning, there is no bright sunshine. It's just this somewhat brighter gray haze, but still dark. Not quite the midnight black of the previous night, but when you peer outside, 
the street lamps are still on. Figured out the real tragedy of this place, guys. No sunbeams. Oh, you, you poor oh, kitty cat. Poor kitty. I'm so sorry. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Innkeeper person. Ah, yeah, uh, good, good morning. How are you today? Did you sleep well? I, I slept wonderfully, yes, thank you very much. Uh, a oh, bit, of, a bit of clanking going on from outside. Uh, although those um, suits of armor that, that, that uh, we, we saw earlier... Ah, uh, yeah, the dead guards say patrol all night. I would not go out after dark. Well, it's always dark. I, uh, I would not... I would be very careful. But they do not come inside... They have sometimes. Ah. How many are there? Uh, they are beyond count. That sounds like a lot. As they do not die. At least ten. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, much more than ten. Wait, what do you mean they don't die? Because we, we, we killed three of them. I'm pretty sure they died. Uh, no. They come back. There are so many. No, Silway, don't you don't you remember what I said? The little blue the little blue lights. Right when we thought we had killed them, I told you I saw them saw little right, blue right. lights coming out of each and they flew over the town and, and behind the I think Well they flew away. Well that's what I mean. I thought those were like, you know, their souls or whatever and they they, they flew flew away and end up in the away. They might come back, I suppose. Find new suits of armor to inhabit. Yes, that's what I think. I mean, it would be very easy to just find a suit and a mask, don't you think? I don't know if that's true or not. On this anyone. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to be like in bathrobes, floating around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do not know how it works, but uh, they are. Um, yeah, they are, they are terrifying. And you would do best to stay away from them. I don't know. We held them just fine before. We can make a sport out of this. See how long it takes them to come back after we kill them. There are far more than, than three. There are thousands. Ah, but all the thousands of suits of armor. In God in Himmel. Uh, would you like some breakfast? Some, uh, how you say, fushtok. Oh, yes. I do not understand I your tongue. Love but... some. Um, speaking of that, everyone, I had the most alluring dream last night about Swiss cheese. Do you happen to have any? Uh, Swiss cheese? Uh... Yes, for some reason it kept coming up in my dream over and over again. And then for some reason Gruber brought his ham and made me a sandwich. So, do you... I, I would absolutely love something along those lines. Um, yeah, uh, well, we have cheese, and, uh, yeah, we have, we have ham. Uh, yeah, I can do a sandwich. Well, wo- yeah, okay. Wunderbar. Ich möchte Frühstück, bitte. Yeah, das ist toll. Do you uh, have... And you, but... Hang on, do I need to get my translator? <laughs> right, I only know Tyrion in common. Do you have any of that streusel? <laughs> uh, yeah, we have the streusel, yeah. Uh, 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 something that is very, it, it is native to this isle. It is tea. 
tea. I don't know if you've had tea before. It is very strong. We had... Wait, what? Tea is... Since when is tea just native to this island? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? You have heard of... So, so straight it's up a specialty. Tea. The tea is a specialty. Oh, a specialty. tea. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did not. Uh-oh. You have had tea before. Uh, yes. My family owned, my family owned entire plantations of tea. Of course we've had that tea. That surprise me. He, he looks absolutely dumbfounded and shocked. I I had no idea. I, I, no, sir, I'm, I'm, I don't want to want this to come off the wrong way, but it strikes me as a bit presumptuous at this point being isolated for however long you've been here, to assume that you have the you're the only place that one can get anything. Well, uh, I I would say that to us, this is the entire world. And I... Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess that's rather kind of you to introduce us to something and not just give it to us. But I do have to say, asking if we've had tea is like asking if we put butter on our muffin. We really... It's very... I I do put butter on my muffins. I do too, though, Todd. It's the best. Always butter your muffin. But what what is a muffin? Oh, God. Um, Oh, boy. Roton, don't. (laughs) Roton, don't. Please. Um, Just bring us anything that's edible and not poisonous. And, And wouldn't... Cause us to have an upset stomach. Uh, as I said before, I will have some of this streusel. It is uh, uh well, I haven't counted tea before. I've never heard of this streusel before. I'm now picturing Hans like crossing the poisonous things off his menu. <laughs> of course, he may not know what's poisonous or not to you, but you know. So he brings you out a uh, pot of tea and several mugs and he brings you out a plate of streusel and a platter of ham and cheese sandwiches and the bread is toasted and the sandwiches are cut diagonally they're still warm they're very very inviting still wait things in looks delicious thank you sir this is exactly what we needed that is my pleasure you are sitting there eating, and um, when suddenly the door opens, and Gruber comes wandering in. Good morning, Gruber. Oh, hello, sir. Oh, I see you've got breakfast, sir. Um, yes. Oh, oh I, think, I think I'll have some, and I think I'll take some out to Concord, sir. You do that, Gruber. Yeah, I think he likes ham, sir. That's vaguely disturbing. <laughs> Suddenly we're just feeding Concord meat. <laughs> Carnivorous donkey. It was jerky last night. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm getting an odd sense of foreboding here, but which I will ignore. <laughs> uh, Gruber, there's, there's tons of ham and cheese sandwiches, but perhaps, um, perhaps for Concord, why don't you take the ham and have a double ham sandwich, but just give him the cheese and the bread? Oh, um, okay. Oh, I like the idea of a double cheese sandwich, Mum. Yes, well, it wasn't meant to be an option. <laughs> it was. I was telling you. <laughs> I was telling you that that's what you should do. 
Uh, oh, 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 yes, Mom. Yes. Oh, good. You understand. So take the ham off, put it on yours. You'll have a wonderful breakfast, and Concord won't be eating a friend. Okay. He, uh, you see, Gruber sets the sandwiches down on the table and starts to slowly like rebuild the sandwiches. He's very meticulous about it. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Um, okay. Um. Well, if you have need of me, I'll be out with Concord. The stables are really roomy here. I think he's going to really enjoy it for as long as we're here. Wonderful. Gruber, did you happen to see anything walking around in the middle of the night? Uh, any more armored creatures some of any kind? Oh, I don't know about that, sir, but I did see a very large rodent-type creature. I think it had these, like, like whiskers and, like, these black eyes like it was wearing a mask and I think it waved at me alright a, a, a rat creature waved at you well I, I don't know if it was a rat it was huge it was like as big as a cat well not as big as Mr. Cat but like as big, it was big and it just <laughs> it like it just it, it waved at me and it had opposable thumbs oh it was terrifying alright okay. So, either the dead guard is oddly polite, or I'm going to hunt a giant rat. Gruba, are you saying that the rat was like a anthropomorphic rat, so it had human qualities? I don't know what that means. Um, no, that's all right. That was uh, entirely my fault. I'll never do it again. Um, so... Let's rewind. Let's rewind. So, would you say that the rat that you saw, it, 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 (laughs) hold on, Roton. I mean, not Roton. Hold on, Gruba. I'm having a stomach ache. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Would you, uh, Gruba, would you say that this rat that you saw, it had human qualities? So, it was. It was doing things that perhaps a, a human would do. Well, um, yeah, sort of. It was like trying to get to a garbage can, and um, <laughs> I sort of lifted lid off the garbage can, and then it climbed in there, and then it did like popped up there, and I said, "Hey, what are you doing in there?" And it just waved at me. It it waved at you. Oh yes, mum. Uh, she turns to everyone else. <laughs> well, it's something to keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's Thank you, Grandma. You've out. been a, a magnificent help. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yes. you're welcome, sir. Yes. Can't tell if plot point or just Gruber being weird. <laughs> Gruber. Uh, wh- yes, this, this is why we'll just keep it in mind. Keep it where, in mind. Where did this rat creature person go? Oh, um, I think, I don't know. It, I saw it all to the corner of my eye, and then it, it, it was in right in front of the stables, and then it went out, uh, I guess, out of the town, sir? Um, I don't know. Maybe toward the forest, sir? Was it wearing trousers? Oh. No, it was, it was very much naked, Mr. Cat. And it had, it had a big bushy tail that was like striped, like black and white. That, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not a, okay, that's, that's not a rat. It's a raccoon. Was it wearing a mask, Scooper? Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. It was wearing a mask. Like a burglar. 
Yeah, exactly like a burglar, sir. Well, we can't have that, can we? No, sir. I think it, I think it was stealing garbage, sir. That's garbage. Silly is pointedly eating her ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no garbage. Oh, what a hey, horrible Herbert. crime was committed. Oh dear. Well, uh, well, if if uh, I think this may rank lower on the priority list than than evil wizard, uh, but but we I would definitely keep it in mind. Yes. Oh, okay, sir. What sort of um, a wave well, was it, Gruber? Well, it just sort of like it, it like stuck its hand up and then it like bent the fingers down from the top, sir. And he demonstrates. You know, um, raccoons are known to, uh, wait. Exist? Well, yes, of course they exist. They're alive, are they not? But, no, I... I, I'm just saying that, that it, it has been known that, that they move their, their fingers. And she re-demonstrates what Rotan, I mean, God, Frick, I'm sorry, what Gruber just did. I mean, everyone has to stretch their fingers or or paws, don't they? So you're saying this thing, this thing was called a raccoon? Yes, I am saying that. Oh, are they, are they evil? Yes. Roton, <laughs> Roton, no. She... No, they are one hundred percent. If it, we, we had them back in Neverwinter, and if you ever looked right into their beady little eyes, you knew there was nothing good inside there. <laughs> oh, sir, are these like the squirrels, sir? Little rascals. <laughs> oh, well, they're not as bad as squirrels. Oh, well, that's good, sir. Well, I'll keep my eyes peeled, sir, and I'll make sure if they come back, I'll tell them, you, you, Roton says you can't be here anymore. And I'll chase him away. That's right, Groover, you do that. Uh, take care of Concord. Make sure he has everything he needs. Oh, of course, Mum. I even gave him a bath for last night. Oh, it's wonderful. That's wonderful to hear. Now, evil wizard, plot to destroy magic. Where should we start today? Wait, which one is the evil wizard? Adlin or Endu? That's right. There may be two evil wizards. Two evil wizards. <laughs> and Rotan, like, starts rubbing his hands together. And an evil king, perhaps. Oh, I have thoughts on that. Oh. Uh, yeah, so remember what we learned last, uh, yesterday, when we were talking about buying stuff here? Currency? Remember that conversation? Yes, what they... yes their money, yes. Mm. Yeah, remember what they called it? No, what was it? Anyone? Anyone? I remember they had their own form of currency. I don't remember the they, name. They called it the Lord's Coin. Ah. Oh. Yeah. And and what did you what who did you say that statue was? Lord Star. Yep. Ah. So, just just suspecting that perhaps the Lord in question is that guy. Uh, even keep better. Could you bring us one of the Lord's coins, please? I want to. I would like to look at it. He eyes you warily. And then approaches and holds a coin out towards you, but doesn't give it to you. Sylvia just, like, leans forward in her chair, 
to like get a good look at it. She has assured us on many occasions that she is not a thief. I am not a thief. See? So clearly, she's not a thief. Is there a picture on the front of the coin of a person, perhaps? There is. There is a picture on the front of the coin of essentially the figure on the statue. Uh, slightly different pose, but the exact same uh, imposing, ornate armor. She looks back up at the innkeeper. And would this be Lord Starge on the coin? Shh. I'm sorry, should I be quieter? Yeah, we don't we don't say his name. No. Just the Lord. That is fine. Why don't you say his name? He does not like us to speak it. So he's alive. Yeah. He ah. is he... Have you ever seen him? Ah no. Has any nobody sees him. Nobody sees him. Do you know where he lives? Uh, yeah, he lives in the castle. There's a castle? In the mountains to the south. So, um, Ruton, Ruton, can you get out that map that you rescued? Oh, well, uh, you should ask Mist. Uh, I'm afraid I don't keep track of any of that. Okay, Mist, could you get the uh, map that Ruton rescued and you took? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will fish around in my bag of holding for the map, which misprodu- You got the map! Da-na-na-na! <laughs> uh, sir, uh, would you mind... I know that this isn't a full map, and you can't tell us exactly where it is, but just, this is the general direction, right? And she, like, kind of looks up south, up the mountains. So it's going to be in this direction. Well, he, he looks at... The map is a map of the uh, the continent. So you pull out the map and you show it to him, and his jaw drops. What? What is this? Well, it's it's a map of, of the entire continent, so... What continent? This is amazing. And he begins to weep. This is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. It's all right. Winley tries to, like, pat him on the back. It's I, all right. I don't. What is, is there mist out there as well? Is it? Tell me about this world you come from. Well, there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of space, and there's sunlight, and, and, um, and lots of good things. And here... I understand you're feeling a bit existential at the moment, <laughs> being at all of this. But could you just tell us? Could you just tell us where the castle is, please? <laughs> and then, and then you should you could uh, uh, look at the map and then cry on your own, like me. Oh, uh, this is a We're, we're going to need the map the back, castle. actually. <laughs> 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 he could have five minutes with the map while we go back upstairs and get all our things and pack. This, Please don't this get wet with tears. We do, do, we do need it. That actually is my concern the, the, as well. The, the castle is, is uh, south. I do not know exactly where it is. Is, is it through the mist? Um, I do not know how to get there. Nobody goes uh, beyond the dark wood, it is too dangerous. 
Is there anyone around who, who might know how to get there? Is everyone kind of of the same sentiment around here? He looks around the deserted inn. Yes, there are those who could help, but it is very dangerous. Well, that hasn't quite stopped us before, but <laughs> do go on. You should seek out the witch of the woods. Oh, she sounds lovely. She is terrible. Oh, okay. And frightening and magnificent. She is something else. Does she have a name? I am certain she does, but I only know her as the Witch of the Woods. Does she have a big bushy tail and, a, and like a mask on her face? <laughs> <laughs> no, she is... She is as beautiful as... I was going to say the nighttime stars, but he's never seen the stars, so that's not going to work. Oh, man. <laughs> are we just, just to be clear, are we talking about the fucking raccoon again? Because <laughs> we're not going down this path. We've already been down this path. Yes, is she a shapeshifter? No. She could be a shapeshifter. I, she, she may be. She is very powerful and very terrible. And this witch will know how to get to the castle. Yes, she is, I believe, this one enemy of the Lord. Interesting. Wait, say that again, please. She was what? I cannot. I, if the, if the dead the gods are around, tell me. They, be, <laughs> grabs him. they would take me with them. And they would do terrible things. Oh, this is... Desmond slaps him in the face. No, he doesn't. <laughs> um. Tell me, sir. Punches and throws him on the ground. The witch is in high moon. It is east, southeast, through the dark wood. If you go into the woods, one of them will find you. But beware. What? One of who? They are very powerful. And if they see you as a threat, they will kill you. Sounds like a challenge. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, they gotta get through Rotan first. Tell me, sir, has anyone ever gone up to the door of this castle and knocked? No, not as I've ever heard. I could not conceive of such a thing. That would be certain death. I see. That does not sound attractive. I can see see why why uh, you would be uh, resistant to, to doing such a thing. Yes, I, I know I know you are new here, but I don't think you understand just how terrible it is here. We live in fear. They could kill me just for giving you a place to stay. Why? Because the Lord could perceive you as a threat. Well, he has a point. We are a threat. We're gonna be. No, don't say such things. Someone will kill you. I am tired of you. The hearts... <laughs> Is there someone listening to us right now? Do you have spies in your in your inn? There could be. They could be outside the window. They could have a magic spell and could be listening in. I, I tell you, if you will not, if you will continue to talk about the Lord and this stuff, then I cannot have you stay at my inn. All right, so, so then we won't. We'll be very hush-hush uh, about it. But I- anyway, at the same time, Usually power, people that, or, you know, have power and are so 
uh, judgy and um, uh, wicked towards people who uh, aren't exactly like them, usually, um, they're quite weak themselves. I'm not so super scared. You know, if he has a huge big army or something, that means that he really is a wee little man that can't, can't do things on his own. So, I'm actually not that scared. I agree. Yes, this is a good, this is a very good point. I mean, we just get Rotan to challenge him to single combat and then find out, oh, you suck at your job and problem solved. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know how you say such things. I mean, look at the statue. Yeah, and if I were an Aarakocra, I'd shit on it. Yes, but you know what? You know what? Perhaps after this, you know the world is huge. You know the world is huge, so perhaps you can get out of here. This isn't the only thing, and we've seen the world, so that's probably why we're not as scared. See, Aarakocra, they are... Don't worry about it. The point is, this guy sounds like a bully, and I don't like bullies. Ah, yeah, he is a bully. I do have one more question for you, Hans. Yes. On, on that hill is a ruined manor house. Who who, who used to live in that manor house? Uh, no one in my lifetime. I think it was the, the original mayor of this town used to live up there. Uh, but not since uh, the Lord came. Oh, I don't like him. So it has been hundreds of years since someone lived up there? Nobody goes there or anything. So this man has been here for a hundred years? Uh, well, um, no, somebody, some, let's, let me think. Um, yeah, uh, it was uh, 20 years ago, a couple of people went up there thinking that perhaps that there was something there or... Or, or they could find something, and I forget the story, but they never came back. Do you know how old uh, Lord, the Lord, is? See, hundreds uh, no, of years old. No, I... Lordster! Yes, he... Uh, well, yeah, he came here, he had... Uh, uh, years ago, and... And, uh... Yeah. Did he come with anyone? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he came with his, uh, his, his, his wife, and uh, a uh, his wizard. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, are they still married? He and his wife. I do not know. I, I have no idea. Well, he sounds to me like a crusty old fart, hiding behind an army. So I think that we should go up there and do something about it. Yes, go. Just don't talk to these things in, in my in my inn. I don't want to die. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I think he's a crusty old fart. And I think we should go and do something about it. No, you said it again. Why did you say it again? I whisper. I heard you the first time. I just whisper. No, don't say it the third time. I'm... It's okay. Just la la la. I cannot hear you. I do not hear what you are saying. And he puts his fingers in his ears and he's... I am not listening to you. And he walks away into the back room. I don't think we're getting any more information from him. I think we got all we need. We've learned quite a lot, though. Yes. 
Nice. So we all we all agreed we must kill Lord Starge and liberate this entire island. Good. Glad to hear it. Onward we go. You ever get the feeling like we're picking up somebody else's mess? A little bit, yeah. And while we're at it, we also need to stop an ancient from killing other ancients and opening a magic portal. There's one other thing that's bothering me. Yes, Rotan. Well, so we're the first people to come to this place in um, at least these people's lifetimes, yes? I think we're, I think we're the second, technically. Second. I, I say we're the first people to come here in two weeks, but before okay. that... But, but before, <laughs> before that, there was nobody. Apparently. I believe that's correct. I, I believe Lord Starge came here, and the Tyrants have not sent anyone here for hundreds of years. So, what I don't understand is... Why operate an inn? <laughs> <laughs> Every town has an inn, Rotan. That's the rule. Is it? I mean, it's what's referred to as a Dungeons and Dragons trope. It's common within all <laughs> D and D campaigns. It's something that you can't function without. I mean, people got to get drunk someplace, and sometimes you don't really want to walk home like that. So. Rooms. I mean, we, we have inns everywhere back where I come from as well, but it's weird to codify it into law. <laughs> but perhaps when this place was first established, they, they built the inn, and then uh, uh, events transpired, and, and, and they keep it running with the hopes that someone may come along. So perhaps we're the best thing to happen to this man's career in his entire life. That's quite That's uplifting. That's true, Yes. I don't know why he's hiding. <laughs> yes, he seems... He's Sucks overwhelmed. for him that we don't have any money, the man. This is the most business he's had. <laughs> Literally in his entire life. Except that he doesn't want our money, so that complicates things. It does. This is the mystery I think we should pursue. Let's abandon all other leads and stick with this one for the next three hours and see what we can come up with. That would be about par for the course. <laughs> All right, so it He's seems to me... already catching on how we do things. That <laughs> we, have, we have several very intriguing directions in which we could get. We have the witches. We have the, the big evil vibe manor house. On... I'm sorry, were there multiple witches? Were there plural or just one? I missed it. That was unclear to me. I, I think just one. Like one. There was just one. There was just one. But I, I, I think she has um, helpers. Ah. Sort of, uh, you know. Raccoons. <laughs> or squirrels. Oh, quick check. Rotan, are you cool with the idea of a witch being not evil? Oh, don't get me started on that. I'm just, I'm just seriously. Please, <laughs> God. I'm just, I just want to know before we get into what, something and... is this is this the second coming of satanic panic like what's oh, going we're on quite we're quite progressive in neverwinter okay well i just wanted to make sure because like you think eye patches are evil yes oh roton no what no they are well i think we should keep ourselves open to the idea of negotiation sometimes i just sometimes i just need to like calibrate just need to know what to expect. I think that this witch, you know, if if we befriend her or or some sort, she has power that could help us with both. Help us with the Lord and could also help us with these um, 
blue uh, glowing spirits, and she'll also just have more information in general because she lives here. I agree with Winley. I'm very intrigued by this witch. I want to find out more about her. Oh, no, no, no. I'm pro-witch, too. I mean, huh. I'm a freaking warlock, so... Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure that we're not going to... I just want to make sure that I know how everybody's going to, you know, react. I, I think Mist is just making sure, wrote on, that your mind is open and, and willing to receive information you possibly uh, don't, didn't know or don't fully understand. I'm sorry? What, what was that? <laughs> well, it, it, uh, I think what we're trying to say is that... Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> you have been known to be a slayer of evil, yes? Yes. Yes, so it, my our, our worry is that upon meeting these, these witches, that should they be, on first glance, evil, that you... M- might be open to conversation and not just going right to the slaying, which is your usual go-to. Is that what I'm understanding with this with this conversation? I, I mean, essentially, yes. Sometimes I don't know how you classify evil. Yes, Groton, sometimes evil does not... Sometimes evil lives in the grey, not, you know, completely on... Uh, you know, if you have good and evil on a, a spectrum, it, it's not always all the way to... Uh, they're truly not good. If you understand. Not if it's fraternizing with raccoons, it's not. I just... That's it, not it even might... on the spectrum. I think I, I think my brain hurts. My brain hurts <laughs> right now. It hurts. I mean, mine too. I just learned that he does recognize the spectrum, and that kind of surprises me. Well, I think we have a plan, though. We know the, the Lord's castle is far away. The witch and um, her place is far away. But this manor, this ruined manor, is right here in town. I say we go check it out first. Maybe it could yeah. be a base of operations for us. Yeah, I agree. Well, and apparently, what's his what's his nuts didn't like what was going on up there, so we might find some useful information about his arrival and so forth. I'm all for it. Sounds like a plan to me. That's our plan for today. Well, let's go get Gruber and um, and Concord. Oh, does Gruber come on the adventures now? Oh, I'm sorry. I messed up again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is he able to defend himself in any way? Does he have any magical... No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not even sure he has hit points. (laughs) He may be just a cardboard cutout that we move from one scene to the next. Well, they could both take a a much-needed rest, I suppose. Hey everyone, this is episode 7 of season 3, and as always, we want to just express our gratitude for you sticking with us this far. Um, If you really do like our show that you're sticking with us to this point, uh, please let us know, not just by listening, but uh, leave us a review um, on Apple, what is it, Podcasts Now, Apple Podcasts Now, or wherever it is that you get your podcast uh, so that we know that you're listening. Those reviews really do help us find a bigger audience, and uh, it sends love our way, and uh, we always appreciate getting love from our listeners. That makes sense. I think that made sense. We certainly love putting this out and knowing that it uh, brightens your day. So uh, let us know that um, and help our show grow. Somebody help. I'm running out of things already. Yeah, I know. I was just letting you go and seeing how long you could go before you ran out of things. Distressingly long if you let it happen. <laughs> I will just kind of cycle back. 
I mean, I guess it's an occupational hazard. This is true, yes. So uh, we have a special guest on our mid-roll today. Uh, Cassie, the GM and producer extraordinaire of the lovely Craftians, has been kind enough to sit in with us for a few sessions now. Um, maybe more than a few. Uh, she hasn't appeared yet in the episodes, but she will shortly, so stay tuned. And she is hanging out with us today. Hello. Hello, Cassie. Hello, hello. I live here now. I know it was supposed to be a guest she... spot, but now I'm here. You showed me basic human kindness, and now I'm your problem. <laughs> we've, we've had worse problems. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, and you know... When, when you stop in to visit me and, and teleport, you know, outside my, my house, you know, it's, it's what happens. I mean, it's better than me teleporting into your house. We can't get rid of her. We've tried long dungeon crawls. We've tried <laughs> rambling character conversations. Ugh. Oh, no, I love all those things. You're going to have to do better. Do better than that. And lots of people have two podcasts nowadays. It turns out she's a nerd and wants to play video or, um... RPGs. Go figure. I'll play video games too. What do you guys want to play? All right, we got a new video game player. <laughs> yeah, don't you every so often stream playing uh, with the uh, the lovelies, Cassie? <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, we like to play Phasmophobia, where we harass the ghosts until they have enough of our nonsense and then scare the hell out of me. And that's been really fun. We've also played uh, a couple of visual novels. Wicked Willow was the most recent one. That one gave us witches and talking cats and gay panic, and it was just really fantastic. So 10 out of 10. Wow, it sounds like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's not too far off. Do we have gay panic? Season one, we did. Oh, yeah, we totally did. Oh, we did. <laughs> well, it just sounds like you need more gay panic now. <laughs> I have a whole... No, I won't even say that. I, I have a whole thing about that, but I, I won't... Uh... No, I guess I will... Uh... Why am I totally blanking? Uh, Eugene Levy's song. Dan. Dan, yes. Daniel Levy has this whole great philosophy in Schitt's Creek about sexuality and about how he chose to portray it there, where it's just it's just not a big deal. Like, it's just people are attracted to who they're attracted to, and it's just part of the fabric of the universe. And I really think that that is just a fantastic way to showcase it. Where it just, it's its almost, it's just, it's so much of a thing that it's not a thing. That's the dream. And that's kind of what I've tried to do in this podcast, where it's like, you know, it just is. One of these days we'll explore the sexuality of every character in the cast. <laughs> Will we? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it all in one scene. Just prepare yourselves. <laughs> uh, but only on multi-class theater after dark oh mm. god <laughs> yeah i mean as i said kind of last week when we uh, broached the topic of uh multi-class theater after dark i would have to resurrect cornelius speaking of gay panic <laughs> <laughs> well one of many yeah <laughs> he was a joy to play roton oh my roton and then you shot an arrow through his face and i stole his hat yeah i, I kind of regret that I was just like, ah, I don't think I could keep up this voice, so. So this character is dead now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was young. I didn't know it's what I was doing. It's a very DM solution. It I've, really was. <laughs> let's be clear. I think I think the part where he was enslaving people is probably <laughs> the part 
of his character that we should be most focused on. Uh, also, to be fair, uh, Cornelius was clearly Pan. Oh yeah, he did not discriminate. No, he did not care. Wait, does it Rotan still have his erotic adventures of Cornelius book? He does. <laughs> I do! Oh, shoot. <laughs> I don't think I ever got rid of that. So has Gruber found it yet? Uh, yeah, Gruber read it. Winley, I read this story and I was thinking... <clears throat> Get it, Gruby? <laughs> Again, let us let us consider the source and let us consider the medium that the source was transferred to. You don't you don't know that it's not illustrated. Yeah, I could have pictures. I I feel quite confident that it is illustrated. I I do, but but I'm not confident that the illustrations will help. <laughs> Maybe Gruber's the one who put the illustrations there. He was trying to like suss out how this happened, oh so he gosh. drew it himself. It's so cute. He was trying to understand it. <laughs> I do not know if that is canon compatible, uh, but it's been so long that, uh, yeah, sure, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, if you would like to find out, please re-listen to episode, uh, season one. Because Rotan and uh, Gruber talk about it in the pub in episode four or five. Oh, that was Cornelius' book that he found? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was just like... <laughs> Somewhere else, I don't know. No, he, he finds two books. He find, One of which is a, like a history of Nightfall. And that one had pictures. And then the other one was Cornelius's book. Because he and Rotan do have a conversation about it. I do recall the conversation about the, the naughty, what's, what are, Countess or whatever. That was Cornelius' no, book? Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. No, it wasn't Cornelius's book. Rotan has two smutty books. <laughs> wait, wait, how did I get two? Because you bought them when you went to see Mugby. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. Wow. Just walking around with smut. Gosh, we should explore that aspect of Rotan's character more. Yeah, why does he like romance novels? Wow, this is the best mid-roll I've ever <laughs> been a part of. Yeah, it's I gone places. Like I'm make a note to myself here that the content warning should include. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, guess, I guess we should wrap it up. Uh, Matt, anything to add? Why must you taunt the ghost? <laughs> Poor Matt has no idea what he missed here. Bye, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. Bye. You emerge from the inn, and there are very few people on the streets. Uh, it has, it kind of feels like it's dusk, even though you're fairly certain it's maybe nine or ten in the morning. The town center is very small. Most of the shops or buildings look incredibly run down. They're all in need of paint. Many are in need of mending as you see holes straight through to the interior of the building. The cobblestones beneath your feet are worn and also in need of repair. There are cobbles missing and out of place. There is no breeze. The air is almost a little stifling. Ahead of you, you can see the trees of the forest encroaching upon the city edge or the edge of the town. You arrive there without running into any of the armored guards or indeed any of the townsfolk. To your left, you see an old dirt road, mostly overgrown, but you can still discern a path which seems to wind to the east 
and then upwards onto the overlook. You follow the overgrown track around outside of town and up onto the bluff. It is a very slight grade and a very easy trip up onto the bluff. To your right, you see the ruined foundation of an outer building. And straight ahead of you, you see the ruined outer walls and the crumbling structure of a once great manor house. Silwhite, you're able to tell immediately that this was of Tyran design and origin and looks very much like the house that you grew up in or spent a lot of time in. Silway furrows her brow and stares at this house for a little while. This house is definitely Tyran in origin. And then she casts Detect Magic just to see if there's anything going on here. You do not detect anything near you as you're still some distance away from the manor house itself. Well, she'll keep it up for 10 minutes as we go exploring then. Okay, so where are you going to go exploring? So I, th- I think Silway's very interested now, and she's up closer to the front of the marching order, and she's going to go poking through the the nearest hole in the wall she can find to get inside the manor house. Okay, the rest of you going to follow, or...? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I, yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. Okay, as you're walking towards the manor house, you notice that the ground beneath your feet looks as if it may have once been farmland, but... It has been a very, very long time since the earth here has been tilled. I think as we come up to the the front entrance of the manor, Rotong's going to activate his evil, see if his evil sense is tingling. He says his evil sense. Do you all approach the the front door of the manor house? I don't know if I'd say the front door, just like the nearest large enough hole in the wall to, to climb into. As you approach the manor house, you find that it is full of holes. It's not much more than an exterior structure. Most of the interior floors have fallen into the ground. You can see right up into the upstairs, which has crumbled, as has the ground floor. Trees are starting to grow in the foundation, upwards towards the sky. It is almost like an outer shell with very little in the interior. As you get close to the building, I would like all of you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. I swear I thought you were about to say sanity check. <laughs> 12 on the wisdom saving throw. 7 for Winley. I got a 9. I got a 15. Oh, wait, but I get to add something to that. You have an aura. Don't wait a you? minute. Don't, don't we all get to add something to it because of your aura? Yep, I forgot about that. It's, it's a plus 4. Ooh. Oh, thanks. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> 16. So that, that should have been significant. You begin to hear a faint buzzing in your head. Almost sounds like the almost like a wasp or an insect or something is just buzzing right in your ear. Somebody swats at her ear and then looks around with detect magic still up. <laughs> Trying to figure out what this all this might be. Rotan. Yeah. You are struck dumb. In what sense? Sorry, it's too easy. <laughs> Low bar. <laughs> <laughs> your body, it goes limp and slack, and your mouth drops open, and your eyes glaze oh. over as you just stand there staring at the door in front of you. Winley, 
nothing happens to you. And Desmond, nothing happens to you. Uh, Roton? Hello? This is the longest he's looked at a door without smashing it down or knocking on it. Everyone, he's he's frozen stiff. Is he breathing? He is breathing. Mist and Silway. You have seen this once before or something similar. Uh, investigation check? Yeah, can I try an arcana to see if... You can try an arcana. Uh, ten investigation. I, are you sure I've seen this before? It doesn't seem familiar. Natural one. My, my arcana and... Oh, hilarious. I think bad. I know where this is. <laughs> what it is. Could Winley do an investigations check? Uh, yeah. Winley could do an investigation. 26. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a plus 11. Okay. Winley, Rotan looks very confused. But that's not new. Miss <laughs> <laughs> well. is just kind of like tentatively tapping his shoulder. Come now, Rotan. She's just kind of trying to tug it at his hand. Roton! Can he move? Can we, what, if we push him, will he tip over? What? How did, what's going on? I don't know. Silway pushes him. <laughs> does, any, does anyone have a fish? A, a fish? Yes. I, I have a, a few left over, yes. Why do you ask? Well, when you slap someone in the face with a fish, usually they do come too. Mist gives Rotan, not a punch, but a kitty bop right across the face. Claws it, claws retracted, just, but just, bam. Claws retracted, okay, give me a, uh, just give me a 20-sided roll. One! (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) That is exactly what I thought was gonna happen. Get him out, get him out. (laughs) You, you, you mean to just give him a light little bop? But one of your claws is not fully retracted. Oh my god. And you end up oh. scratching Rotan across the face for uh. one plus whatever your strength is. Oh my god. It's, I'm because dying. I have a minus two to strength, it's a one. I can't. <laughs> so someday I am gonna re-listen to the entire podcast and tally up how much damage Rotan takes from the rest <laughs> of the party. <laughs> I should be keeping track of that, but I don't. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start now. <laughs> it's just too funny. Mist, did you just scratch Rotan? Rotan, give me a wisdom saving throw. Alright, that is a sixteen. You stand still once again. Just slack jawed and drooling slightly. Am I aware during this? You are not. Oh good. Alright. Silway is definitely like poking Rotan like in the in the cheek and then like in the temple and then and, like on the shoulder. It's like is he is he awake? What's going on? Let's everyone. Let's see if we can make him move at least, so he can at least. I also need everybody else to give me a wisdom oh saving throw. Son of a bitch. Son Do we still get the plus four? Uh, I think so. Even though he because he's still conscious. Uh, Natural one. Oh, shit. Uh, oh fuck. It's contagious. Silway just froze while poking Rotan. With with the plus four. <laughs> a 31. Does that do it? Oh, damn. Uh, with, the, with the plus four, it's a, a 25 for me. Damn. Silway, the buzzing in your head gets louder. You just can't shake it from your head. And it's it's driving you. It's just starting to boil your blood as you get more and more angry. 
And you look over and you see Desmond standing next to you, smiling amicably as if he has not a care in the world. And this infuriates you. <laughs> and you pull out your dagger. Oh and my you god. Him. Step, 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 Roll step. to see if you hit. Oh no, that's bad. God damn it, Desmond. That's so bad. Uh, with my dagger, plus eight. 19 to hit. That'll do. That'll hit. <laughs> I would just like to say at this juncture that All I'm right. glad we did not bring Gruber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that's true. So the rest of you see Silway go still. And then slowly turn her head to look at Desmond. She reaches down. She grabs her dagger. And she stabs him. Four. How many points of damage, Subway? Uh, is this a sneak attack? <laughs> He's not expecting this it. This would be a sneak yeah. attack. <laughs> and and there is everyone's within oh five feet. God. And I guess we're all at... Wait, we're not Desmond's his enemies. Die. Uh, let's see, 8 plus 5, no, 10 plus 5, 15 damage. What the shit, Silway? That wasn't just a, like a, a quick slash, that was a... Yeah. <laughs> right in the side. Oh, man. Okay. Can I react to that? Is there an expression Is there an expression on Silway's face? Yeah. Is she just like stone-faced? Or is she angry? She looks angry. <laughs> Can I react to getting a dagger? <laughs> 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 well, I want to... Okay, so... I'm just gonna like, yeah. I think he just like freaks the like doubles over in pain and then just <laughs> holds his hand out to you and he's gonna cast. Uh, you kindly roll a will. Oh, will save. <laughs> uh, wisdom save for me. Fifty seventeen on my saving throw. Damn it. DC sixteen. No, it was. So you are not held. All right, attack number two. <laughs> All right, no. so, but, but, no, not attack number three, okay. it's just one. Uh, okay, so, um... <laughs> Lightning bolt. So you're too, a little too eager for that, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so, Desmond, what does that look like? Well, Describe I reach, like, I, I get stabbed. He doubles over and, and <laughs> takes, like, a step back. He's just shocked in his eyes, and he kind of instinctually reaches out and, and, and tries to... Doesn't want to hurt her, he, I think he... Gets some kind of idea that she's under some kind of a, a thing, and he tries to stop her with magic, and it just doesn't. She just shakes it off, and, and he just kind of uh, takes another step back and, and holds the staff out in front of himself to kind of shield himself instinctively. I think Silway sort of feels the effect of the whole person, but just sort of like shakes it off and like keeps looking yeah. menacingly at him, like ah. Ugh. Do any of the rest of you want to react in any way to this? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, pops of popcorn. <laughs> um, I Winley would like to cast Hold Person on Silway. Saving throw number two coming up. Uh, seven. So that one succeeded. Okay, so Silway is held. Is she like mid mid stab? She's going for stab number two, and now she's like frozen. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah and she's held, and, and like her dagger is out, and blood is just dripping off the end of the dagger. Desmond is just clutching his side and like breathing. What? What happened? We we need to. Uh, Mist, Mist, can you heal? Can you heal Desmond, please? I'm rather busy at the moment. Um, I I can heal. I can I can <laughs> take care of it. It's, it's quite alright. Uh, he kind of says. And, oh, you can. Yeah, yes, I I, I have a spell. 
and you don't go cast uh, cure wounds on myself if I'm able to do that. I don't know if the order of like you know. Not quite yet. So uh, is anybody else going to do anything? Well, I was going to cast dispel, but that would remove the hold you just put on Silway, which might be counterproductive if dispel doesn't actually take care of whatever's wrong upstairs with her. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I want to understand what is going on upstairs very much. I just, this was my gut reaction, obviously, because look, look, she looks like she was trying to do it again. Well, Someone no, that's else. what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, like, if I, if I were to cast this, it would probably release the hold you put on her. And if it doesn't actually also remove whatever effect she's under, because, I mean, look, Silway likes stabbing things, but... I've never seen her just wantonly stab someone who's ostensibly on her side. I I, I think that we um I think that we should take that that chance. All right. Uh, Desmond, do you do you do you think we should take? I I want to make sure everyone's on the same page, obviously, because Desmond has been the one that has been impaled. He kind of just through. He's like I I, I think I'm going to take a few steps away, <laughs> if, if it's possible. <laughs> That's understandable. That's understandable. Uh, can you make it? I, th- I think I'll be all right. Yeah, yes, but I, I think that we should... There, there appears to be some kind of a force, something, a magical field around this this place. We should get away from it, I think, after this. Perhaps drag Rotan away. We'll see if it can handle me. And then Mist thumps the staff into the ground and casts Dispel Magic at, uh, what am I at, fourth level. So I assume hold person. I don't think hold you cast hold person at the fourth level. No, I did. I did second. Okay, so that ends, and then if Silway's under any other magical compulsion, it ends if it ends unless it's higher than fourth level. In which case, I get to make a roll. Steppy, 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 steppy. So the question is: Is it a magical compulsion? Therein lies the question. What else would be compelling Silway besides magic? <laughs> well. Just her own desire for blood, bloodlust, or <laughs> mm. it's a single target, Mike. Yes. Okay, I will say that you dispel. Silway not only can move once again, but she snaps out of whatever red haze she was in. I, I think I think she's mid stab motion and just like finishes her slash, but the people have moved out of the way since then, so they're safe. Do I have any memory of what I just did when I wake up? Excellent question. You do not. All right. So Zoey wakes up, basically, and she's holding a bloody dagger and looks at it, confused. Yeah, it's almost like you were in a, like a daze for a second, and you're sort of shaking your head, and you notice that the dagger is bloody and that everyone's moved. Rotan is still standing there, but Desmond is, you know, 10 or 15 feet away from you now, and as far as you were concerned, it was just instantaneous, but... What, what what's going on? Why is everyone why is everyone backed away? What happened? There was a brief moment where you seemed to lose control of your um your senses and, and um may have, have caused me a bit of an injury, but but no no, it's alright. I, I can I can I, you seem to be alright now, I can is this, cure myself. This is your blood. Yes, I'm afraid, yes. Oh, I I I I'm so sorry. I didn't I I did not intend to No. I'm so sorry, and she, she starts wiping the blade on the grass. <laughs> I, the, the, 
can, can we? Can somebody come? Someone heal you? Well, I, I can. I can heal myself. No, it's all right. There seems to be some kind of oh, magical good, good. effect around this house, and I, I do suggest that we get away from it. Uh, if someone could grab Rotan and drag him away uh, before any of us uh, are subject to it again, I think that would be best. Well, that's very strange. I did not detect any magic around the house. Interesting. But yes, let's. There, there was a there was a buzzing in my ear before that started. Interesting. Maybe that was what was was going on. Everybody except Desmond, please make a God. wisdom saving throw. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, four. Ah. Uh, Sixteen. Fifteen for Rotan. Winley, you begin to hear a buzzing in your ear. No. <laughs> Even with a sixteen. Dang! (laughs) Everyone, I'm hearing a buzzing. If you could back away at least 20 feet, I would really think that that would help. No, I heard that too, and I was fine. I didn't go all stabby-stab. I'm hearing it right now, and I did go stabby-stab. Silway, the buzzing gets even louder, and again, you feel that sort of red haze come over you. And as Winley says that everybody should move away and that she's hearing the buzzing. This just infuriates you again and you attack her. God damn it, Winley. Just fling the dagger at her. Oh, I have to attack her. Right, roll okay. to see if you hit. Uh, seven plus eight is 15. What's your armor class, Rachel? 13. Oh. Silway flings the dagger at you. Sneak attack or no you. sneak attack? Sneak attack because she still hasn't moved away. So she's still within 10 feet you're all if I still, feel somebody. Except for Desmond. Yeah, you're all pretty close together. Ooh, that's big. Uh, 13 plus 5 is 18 damage. Oh, my God. That was a, that was a high dice roll. An- another interesting statistic would be how much damage has Silway done to party members? <laughs> Specifically Silway. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Windley, a dagger flies from Silway. And catches you right in the side. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you you said sixteen damage. Six, uh, eighteen damage. <laughs> wow, that sucks. <laughs> um, Did that just uh, kill where, me? <laughs> where does it Where does it hit me? Right in the side. Right in the side. Well, she kind of yelps out in terror, and then she says, "You, you, you strumpet! What is this buzzing? <laughs> Help!" God. Oh, I didn't leave the, I didn't leave the freaking mines for this. Silway's unsheathing one of her hidden daggers. <laughs> Mist, are you doing anything? You better. I want to grab Winley and back out to where Desmond is, and then I am going to cast darkness around the three of Ooh. us. <laughs> darkness. Going back to the old favorites. Because if there's one thing I know, it's that Silway can't hit shit in darkness. Except when she has Shadow Blade, which gives her advantage. But you still can't see in the darkness. <laughs> I don't care. I have advantage. Well, so you advantage, get a disadvantage, advantage, so it cancels out. You pull Winley back to where Desmond is. And all of a sudden, Desmond and Winley, you find yourselves shrouded in absolute darkness. It's pitch black. You cannot see a thing. I will say... Windley's eye might... Ooh, that's yeah. a good point. Does the Windley's eye allow her to see through magical darkness? True Sight should, I thought. Yeah, I think True Sight does. So then Windley, mm-hmm. you can actually see, along with Mist. So it's just Desmond standing there in the dark. 
And Rotan and Silway, give me a wisdom check. Natural hey. 20. There we go. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Rotan, you are still standing there, slack-jawed. Silway, you snap out of it. And once again, you find as if you've lost time. And this time, it is just you standing next to Rotan and everybody else. And then you see about 20 feet away from you, a black sphere. Whatever could that be? <laughs> I I wonder what's inside. <laughs> she wakes up and like her hand is like grasping the other one of her other daggers. And she lets that go and notices that her other dagger is missing and sees this magical sphere. I'm sorry. Whatever it is, it, it happened again. I'm sorry. It won't. Get away from the goddamn door, Silway. It's it. Okay. 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 <laughs> and she runs into the sphere. Mist and Winley, you see Silway running straight towards you. You can trust her. She's demonstrated uh, trustworthiness, I think, so far in this encounter. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also coming on the heels of Mist saying what he just said. So Just take what you see, so. Winley ain't doing good, okay? So I think I'm looking at my side, okay? That's bleeding all the way out. <laughs> so, Miss, please guide. Desmond's in the dark and I'm hurt. Can I take Desmond's hand and put it on Winley and say, Do some of that magic healing stuff. Uh, all, all right. Yes. And if I can, I'll cast Cure Wounds. Winley, you feel, you feel a hand just slam down on top of your head. And you can see it's Desmond. <laughs> uh, Winley, uh, I feel... I don't see you, but I feel you. I'm here to help you. Just hold on. Yes, I feel you too. <laughs> Six points of healing. Thank you, Dizzy. Thank you. <laughs> Silway, I want you to give me a... I want you to give me a dexterity check at disadvantage. Dexterity at disadvantage? What am I doing? You are running blindly into a dark sphere. I want to see if you collide with anyone. Double 16s plus whatever. My dex is plus four. So. You leap into the dark sphere and you manage to avoid entangling or running anyone over. Where is everyone? Are we safe in here? Why is it dark? Okay. First of all, you ran into a sphere... That was pure darkness, and are asking why it's dark? I meant, why does this, why does a sphere here in the first place? Because of you! You were hiding from me? Yeah, you stabbed Winley. I stabbed Winley too? I'm sorry, Winley, wherever you are. Can, can I have my dagger back, though? <laughs> Not uh, the time! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it can, is the dagger in, um... I can, can I reach the dagger from where I'm at? Or is it still in my side? Well, it's it's still in your side unless you pulled it out. Uh, but you can pull it out if you want. I Well, since I'm mended a little bit, since I'm healed a little bit, I would assume the dagger would be out. You know what? I would really assume that yeah, she would take that it makes out. Sense. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So you're holding the, the, the bloody dagger. Holding the bloody dagger. I mean, I would really love, because I, Winley does have pretty good aim... I would really love to have it fly out of the darkness and land right in the grass in front of Silway. Okay, you could uh, give me a two-hit roll. She's in the darkness with you, but you could do that because you could see. So uh, just give me a two-hit roll. Okay, so I, I rolled a 20. Okay. All right, so you fling the dagger and it lands right between her legs at her feet. Uh, unfortunately, she can't see this. But 
to you, it, to Mist, it looks very badass. Uh, Silway, just reach between your feet and you'll find what you threw at me. So you can have your dagger back, all right? Thank you. It's, it's a very... It was a very special dagger. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I'm so glad it was so a part of my soul for about two minutes. <laughs> um, do do us a favor, if you don't mind. The next time you hear a little buzzing sound, just give us a, a wee warning. Okay? I, I'll do my best. Thank you. I don't, know what, I don't know what's going on, though. Me either. Me either. Rotan, give me a wisdom saving throw. I don't think a 16 is going to do it from past experience. It does not. And again, you still find yourself staring slack-jawed. All right, I can, we need to get him away from the door without getting close to the door ourselves. I have a solution for this, but the darkness is going to come down, and I need everybody to, like, be cool and not stab each other anymore. Silway, looking at you. Are you? I can't tell if you're looking at me or not. I know. That's why I'm telling you. I will not intentionally stab anyone. All right. Everyone stays away from the door until we figure this out. And so I will take the green staff and cast Grasping Vine, targeting uh, Rotan to yank him away from the door. He has to make a deck save. Okay, do and I, you're going to do it at disadvantage because you can't move. Do I really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's a good question. Like, that's... I don't think Dex. I don't, I don't think no, I deserve a Dex say, roll. <laughs> no, I, I would say we're going to say no because I rolled the a Dex, natural one. <laughs> well, but okay, so you fail it anyway. Rotan leaps into the vine. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mist, me. you uh, slam down your staff, and the vine or shoots for. Where do you place the vine? How far away am I from Rotan? Uh, probably about thirty feet. Okay, I'll put it at my feet. And then it will pull him uh, 20 feet towards me. The vine whips out, wraps itself around Rotan's legs, and yanks him back. Rotan, you fall face first into the ground, and it drags you backwards. Fair. A moment passes, and then another. And Rotan, you slowly begin to come to, and you're staring face down into the dirt. In fact, you even have some dirt and grass in your mouth. What happened? Did I trip? Uh, no trap. No trap? No, 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 comma, there was a trap. No, no full goddamn stop. In answer to your question, did I trip? No, it was a trap. Uh, Then what happened? Not sure. You just kind of stared at the door for a while. Uh, meanwhile, oh. Silway stabbed first Desmond, then Winley. Not on purpose, though, I swear. Silway? <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. I don't even remember doing it. Uh, quick cure wounds on myself, by the way. Are we still in a sphere of darkness? No, I had to... No, uh, that I, came yeah. down. The grasping vine requires concentration, so the one had to go down for me to bring up the other. I would also like to cast cure wounds on myself, Diana. Rotan, as you begin to come to and your head begins to clear your spidey sense or your timora sense begins to tingle and you're getting a strong sense of evil on the other side of that door is this just just in general or is this from the thing that i was 
about to activate <laughs> when this happened. This is from the thing that you were about to activate when this happened. So you you sense it from behind the door. Oh, interesting. There is something evil behind that door. I would agree. So I can determine Celestial's fiends are undead. Uh, you're feeling fiend at the moment. Ooh. Some sort of fiend. A fiend. A fiend. An actual, like, fiend, not just a, a magical field of some sort. No, I... Honest to goodness, fiend. Well then, a fiend can be defeated. Friend of yours, Tingles? Hey, don't look at me. I'm not. Although, I'm gonna say, that was really entertaining. I mean, if y'all want to go back up to the door again, I think it's worth another trip. I'm sure it'll turn out better this time. I say we blast the door open with magical force. Now go stab it. Well, that, that tells things. Mist, blast the door open. I mean, I got no other solutions here. Eldritch Blast! First shot. Ugh, 11. Okay, second shot. 28 to hit. You fire off two Eldritch Bolts at the door, and they slam into it, blowing the door off its hinges and back into the manor house. And you stare at nothing behind the door. I would like everybody to roll for initiative. Saw that coming. Let's see, we're gonna fight. Let's fight we'll the nothing. Some cure wounds. Knock, knock. Uh, seventeen initiative. Thirteen initiative. Eight. Uh, seventeen. <gasps> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Five. <laughs> <laughs> because what was the roll on the die? One. One. <laughs> so wait, what are you gonna do? So it's literally we blew the doors off and there's nothing inside. There is nothing that you can see. I mean, I don't know what to do besides. Go investigate, but not get too close. Is this like a situation where if I, I can walk closer, feel a buzzing, and then quickly retreat? I don't know. Oh, Maybe. Okay. Yes, you do. You're the GM. <laughs> okay. How about how about this? I'm not saying. That's better. Um. Then this here's what Sully's gonna do. She's got her daggers pulled out defensively. I don't know what's going on in there, but we need some luck. And she casts bless on. Mr. Tonsilway have 1d4 to all attacks and saving throws. Next would be Winley. And so you said that, you know, we can't see anything. We're just essentially... You don't see anything behind the door. Okay, and and I can't see anything with my jewel. No, nothing uh, unusual. Well, you know, I'm just going to take my crossbow and I'm just going to shoot it inside. Okay, you're just going to shoot at the doorway? Yeah. Okay, uh, roll to see if you hit. Uh, 23. Okay, you fire the crossbow straight into the doorway. And you hear the bolt collide with one of the rear walls of the structure. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, Rotan, what, what are you going to do? I'm going to say... State your name and intention. There's just silence. All right. It was worth a try. That's my turn. <laughs> okay, that brings us to Desmond. Desmond is just going to kind of wait and look and see. And, and um, he's just going to ready uh, an action. If, if he sees something coming at him or like coming through the doorway or something, he's going to ready a spell. He's going to ready uh, Shatter and cast it when he sees it. 
if he sees anything. And last but not least, mist. What are we shooting at? The wall. <laughs> I mean, I can't see anything. There's a fiend in there. Where? Huh? One of us needs to go find out. All right. I nominate tr- Tingles. I'm <laughs> gonna try. I'm gonna try a skill. Ooh. Okay. Um, I need to think about something that's intimidating because I personally am not very intimidating. You think it's funny making us turn on each other? Is that because you can't fight yourself? Get out here, coward. Show yourself. 20, 21 to intimidate whatever the hell is back there. You scream into the darkness with all the ferocious intensity you can muster. And are greeted with only silence. Yeah, that tracks. Rotan, are you sure it's in there? Uh, I'll try again on my action. Out of the corner of your eye, you see on the ground a thin layer of mossy lichen. Suddenly, out of this fungal growth, three tentacles rise and strike out at you. The fucking One strikes at Rotan, one strikes at Winley. Could that trigger my action? And one strikes at Silway. Yes, it would trigger your action. If you held your action, it would trigger it. So, uh, whatever that thing is, needs to roll a constitution saving throw. Wow, it fails. Ooh, okay. Then I'm going to use my, um, one of my uh, channel divinities and do max damage. And that is going to be uh, 24 points of damage. What, What type of damage? Thunder. Now who's failing saving throws? You see a ripple across the liches as your blast slams into it. Rotan, what is your AC? Uh, 18. And Winley, yours was 15? At 13. One of the tentacles hits you, Rotan, slams into you, and one of them hits you, Winley. The third one misses Silway. She's able to duck out of the way. So many dice. And you take, Windley, you take eight points of acid damage. And Rotan, you take 21 points of acid damage. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Shit! Because you're Rotan. Oh my take gosh. How can one be eight and one be 21? Uh, I rolled better on one and Jeez. not so good on the other. Um, all right, it is your it is your turn. We go back to the top of the order and Silway. Oh God, I had a plan, and then <laughs> my plan went to shit when tentacles appeared. Um, yeah, they do that. <laughs> I'm gonna use the eye the eye for detail feature of my rogue subclass to do a bonus action spot hidden and see if I can find this fiend. And I'm assuming the tentacles are not a fiend, but I don't actually know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna look for look for hidden creatures. Okay. Nat 20. Uh, if it's there, I see it. So wait, you believe that this crawling carpet of lichen is in fact the fiend. Aha. Uh-huh. That would explain the tentacles. And there's, there's how many tentacles, actually? Three of them emerged out of the, the lichen, but after they strike, they collapse back into the sort of mossy carpet. So they reach out, they smack, and then they disappear. This is going to look really silly, but I still want to do it. Um, so he's going to run up to the mossy carpet and just start stabbing it with her dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
die, fungus, die. I will aerate this lawn. You are um, no sneak attack, though, because nobody is close. Tides of chaos. I want to gain advantage. Okay. Uh, 13 plus 2 plus 8. <laughs> that will hit. So now I do have advantage. Or, I'm sorry, now I do get sneak attack. 8 plus 6 plus 5. 19 damage to this thing. So Silway is like on her hands and knees with one hand, just aerating the fungus. And that's with your uh, that's with your good dagger. My Cishan dagger plus one, yes. All right. Okay, that brings us to Windley. So I'm just going to strike with my rapier in hopes of cutting off one of the tentacles. Okay, you can strike at it. Uh, see if you hit. So, 14. Uh, you miss. You swing, but uh, the tentacle retracts into the carpet itself. And your blade passes over top of it. That brings us to Rotan. Oh, oh, oh hold on. I, I, there, there's something. Oh, I think I remember something that I could do for, for things like situations like this. Um, and... He actually, he, with one hand, he reaches in under his tunic and pulls out, um, uh, he's, there's like a little metal chain and he's got, uh, this, uh, uh, like a necklace. Um, and there's this medallion at the, this small little medallion at the end of the necklace, uh, sort of this sort of branching pattern. And... He holds it up and says, I abjure thee! And then, uh, like, starts chanting under his breath. So I'm going to channel my divinity uh, to abjure enemy, which means as an action, I present my holy symbol and speak a prayer of denunciation. I choose one creature within 60 feet that I can see. That creature must make a wisdom saving throw unless it is immune to being frightened. Fiends and undead have disadvantage on this throw. On a failed save, the creature is frightened for one minute or until it takes any damage. While frightened, the creature's speed is zero. Okay, you pull out your holy symbol and in a booming voice, you command and try to channel the power of Timora, but it seems to have no effect on this creature. All right. Damn it. Well, I will use my bonus action to vow enmity against it. <laughs> <laughs> and shake your fist at it. Damn you! Shake harder, boy! I'll... <laughs> Fine! I'll just hit you on my next turn. <laughs> okay, and that will bring us to Desmond. He will swirl the staff around, look towards the skies, clouds start to coalesce, and he s points his finger in a bolt of lightning. <laughs> Uh, streaks out towards this thing. <laughs> Silway shrieks in terror. <laughs> in a way where it's like, it's a five foot, yeah, where it doesn't hit Silway. <laughs> okay, and uh, dexterity saving throw? Don't worry, I won't hit you. And I'm casting it at a fourth level, by the way. Fourth level, so what do I have to beat? Uh, DC 16. You see that uh, the, the lightning bolt comes streaking out of the sky, and just before it hits, the carpet sort of separates right at the spot where the lightning bolt hits. Oh. I don't like that. So, In other words, it made it saving throw. But that yeah, means it, it still takes, takes damage. So, right? um, 
Um, so half of uh, 20. So 10 points of lightning damage. Meanwhile, Silway scrambles five feet away. Like, holy shit, there's lightning. Huh, I won't hit you. I see you. Don't worry. I'm very accurate. Still very scary. <laughs> Understandable. Desmond won't hit his teammates. <laughs> All right, Desmond. After you cast this spell and the lightning bolt slams into the ground, you begin to rise off the ground. Only a couple feet. But you find yourself floating in the air. No, thank you. And that brings us to mist. So it's magic moss? That's obvious by now. Well, whatever. We're redecorating, clearing this carpet out. Um, I mean, it's just a big old mat, right? So, Pretty much. In trying to protect my party, I've already burned through my spell slots uh, because Warlock. So, I mean, I'm just going to start blasting, or I guess resume blasting. So we'll do the first Eldritch Blast. Oh, hello, natural 20. Got all the ones out of the way. Yeah, so that'll be uh, 13 force damage on that first shot. The second one is... 16, but I also get a d4, right? Uh, It doesn't matter. You'll hit it. And that'll be uh, 14 more force damage. All right, your two Eldritch Bolts slam into this thing. And you see the, the ripples cascade across the carpet. Silway, I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Come a little closer, I'll pick my claws on you. Oh, but I'm conscious now. But you might not be in wing. Rotan is... You might not be within ten feet of me. Uh, I ran up to stab a lich and... You're probably not within ten feet of me. No. I'll be there. I'll be there in a turn. Just wait. But I do get a d4 (laughs) for my own bless, so... 11 plus 1 plus 2 is 14. All right, Silway, you begin to hear the buzzing. I have a thing I want to do in response to that, but I'll wait for my turn, I suppose. And you now have disadvantage on the next saving throw, attack roll, or ability check. Mist, what is your armor class? No. Uh, 16. No, thank you. was better than that. <laughs> Two of the tentacles hit you. One of them hits you hard. The first tentacle does 15 points of damage. Oh, that's the first one. Oh, no. The second one hits you for 46 points of damage. Holy shit. (laughs) What? What? And Mist is dead. Nope, nope. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) What the fucking fuck? (laughs) Oh, hang on. Let me take that again. Ow, what the fucking fuck? <laughs> 46? Holy shit. Um, yeah. um, um. Oh my god. For those, keeping, oh. for those keeping track at home, that's 61 damage oh. in one go. This how, is how are you not dead from 61 damage? I, I just, is this the first time Mist has taken damage, though? Like, <laughs> like seriously. Ever? Like, not, not ever. Like, two seasons, though? Not two seasons. Did he take damage last season? Probably. Uh, probably. I can't, think of, I, I can't think of an example, but... Probably. I mean, Yeah, I seem to remember Rotan taking, like, literally all the damage last season. It's never been severe. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I've never been below 25% health. I've certainly never been that low. 
Silway, it is your it is your attack or your turn. Um, Silway feels the buzzing in her ear and it's like, oh shit, oh shit, and misty step to teleport thirty feet away from this fungus. Oh, actually, okay, that's not a bad idea. As a bonus bonus action, bonus or? A, bonus action is misty step. Yes. Okay. And because she's still scared. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's casting invisibility on herself. Desmond, Mist, <laughs> and Rotan, you see Silway vanish in a puff of, like, shadow. Winley, you see Silway vanish in a puff of shadow and then reappear 30 feet away. Looking very, very scared. <laughs> and that brings us to Winley. It is your, it is your turn. I am going to take a chance and I'm going to cast uh, Dissonant Whispers on this thing. Oh, that's a fun one. Um, so I need for it to make a uh, wisdom savings throw. So I'm going to whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of my choice can hear within range, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom savings throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Okay, and what's the what's the DC? Uh, it's uh, what, 16. What I... 16. It fails. All right, so let's see how this... Go ahead and roll 66. All right, 66, so that's 15 points of damage for you. You all see the carpet begin to scurry away from you, putting about 40 feet of distance more between you and it. So it does move, this this carpet? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's all fairly horrifying. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's what you get, you unwildly weird H.P. Lovecraft off-brand plant. (laughs) Uh, And that brings us to Rotan. And Rotan, the thing is now about 60 feet away from you. Ah, you don't get away that easily and go rushing after it. (laughs) Are you going to dash? I I think I have to. I can only move 30, like my speed is 30 feet. Okay. You rush right up to it. And you are within striking distance. Hold on. Misty Step is a bonus action, right? Yes. Can I Misty Step to close with this thing on my turn? Yeah, you probably can. Because you, you you can Misty Step how far away? 30 feet? I believe so. And then you could use your movement to get up to it. I think that's right. Yeah, I think you could close. All right. Hello. So that will be, I assume this thing is a fiend, is evil. It is evil, yes. Cool. I like the sound of that. So that will be 24 to hit. That will hit. Attack. I will smite and roll very well. 37 damage. Wow. Wow. With my first attack. And then with my second attack, okay, okay, I can work with that. You know, I will smite again, second level, because this thing is indeed pretty terrifying. What did you, what did you, what did you roll on your Sorry, second attack? Uh, it would be a twenty-four again, actually. Yeah, that that would definitely hit. Yeah. Uh, twenty-eight that time. 
And is this with uh, truth as well? Uh, yes. Two hits with truth. Okay, that is enough to kill it. Hey. Why don't you tell Yay. me? Why don't you tell me what that looks like, Roton? <laughs> How does Roton kill a lawn? Yes. The way I envision it, like when he smites, is that his hammer will like glow a bit, like it charges up, like right before he hits, and then there's like a burst of light. And so he does it the first time, and he hits really hard, and and actually like. You see this little spray of moss, and then he swings the second time, and it's just like fountain of earth, like loam goes everywhere. <laughs> He's like covered in bits of dirt and whatever else. It... The, the group of you see Rotan slam his hammer, which is yeah, glowing in this sort of radiant light into the creature and the earth twice. And the second one, a, it's almost an explosion of moss and lichen and earth that flies everywhere. And then the dust clears and Rotan is standing there alone. Actually, I think I think he's still like <laughs> He's still pounding the he's, Yeah, he's not quite sure like that it's dead. So so he's like stomping around <laughs> <laughs> like jumping on like tussocks, like trying to <laughs> Make sure, just make sure. <laughs> when the creature fled, it fled back into the manor house. So you chased it through the door into oh. uh, the inner structure. But you're you're in there, and you can all see this through the doorway. Him stomping around <laughs> on various bits of 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 ground, and and you know. So instead of looking absolutely badass when the dust clears. He looks like a child yeah. <laughs> jumping in mud puddles. Aha! That'll show you to mess with Rotan! Is it dead, Rotan? Are you sure it's dead? I am not sure that it's dead, hence the jumping around. <laughs> do, you, do you feel a buzzing? Is your ears buzzing by chance? Are my ears buzzing? No, they are not. I mean, Rotan and Desmond and Mist, you all just hear this disembodied voice saying this, as you cannot see Silway. Desmond, you are still floating. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I meant to address oh, that. Yeah. Like, wait, hold on. Am I, I'm just floating in the air? Like, I'm not... <laughs> yeah, you're just... You're like as if you're levitating like a foot and a half off the ground. Um, not to alarm anyone. I'm, I'm, I'm not... But I happen to find myself floating about a foot and a half off the ground. <laughs> And I'm not quite sure what's going uh, on, but I'm trying to remain calm. Hey, <laughs> uh, could someone dispel dispel my friend? Is there any magic on him? <laughs> the disembodied voice says. <laughs> Do I feel anything? I don't know. Desmond, give me an arcana check. Ooh, natural 20 for a 22. Yes, it feels as if you are under, uh, you are under some sort of spell. It doesn't feel malevolent. It just feels as if you are levitating. I don't feel like I'm under any danger. There is some kind of magic effect on me, but I, I, I feel whatever presence this is, it feels as Wait if... Wait a minute. This sounds very familiar. Hold on a second. And, and Silway's, the disembodied voice of Silway walks towards Desmond. <laughs> did the, when did this start happening? Uh, uh, Silway, I I hear you, but I don't see you. 
I, I, I would become invisible if I could, but I don't know how to turn this spell off. Oh, right, right. Um, What was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> when did you start levitating? Um, Well, if a round of combat is six seconds, it was about 12 seconds ago. Was, was it perhaps when I cast a spell? Um, I don't recall. I've seen this happen before. Weird things happen when I cast magic. Interesting. I, I, uh, so, wait, uh, your detect magic is still up? Um, it might not be, because I think it's concentration, and I've done two other concentration spells since then. Okay, yeah, then it, it is not. But I will, I will turn it, I will, that's what she will do, yeah, is cast detect magic, which will have the effect of making her invisible again, and then, yeah. You cast detect magic, and yes, Desmond begins to glow. And he is glowing, I'm going to say blue, and I'm going to start writing these down uh, as um, it seems seems to be um, the school of transmutation. All right. You definitely have a, a spell effect on you. I think it's transmutation. It, it's probably wild magic. I I, ugh, I thought I was done with these. I thought I had some control. So, so I, I'm meant to understand that whenever you cast a spell, uh, some random effect happens. Not not every time, but sometimes. One time she turned into a plant. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> well, I guess we can always. Worst case scenario, we can tie Desmond to someone with fifty <laughs> feet of rope, and then uh, like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> a weather balloon. We still have all. We still have all of the rope that we used to get Concord up. So don't yeah. you worry about rope. <laughs> but I, I think I know what caused this, but I have no idea how to make it stop. Usually, Mist has to dispel something. I, I also have the ability to just to dispel magic if it comes to that, but perhaps I could just find some, if, if you could, perhaps Silway, and, and I extend my staff down to you, perhaps if you could pull me down to the ground, um, if you could, just grab the other end of this. <laughs> I will, I will, sure thing, hold on, and she'll start, like, <laughs> pulling on the, on the staff. Does that work? <laughs> no, you, you, it pulls you closer to the ground, but as you get to the <laughs> ground, you pop back up. So like, like he rotates, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> no, not like quite that, pulls. but like you, you literally, it's like trying to push oh, like a like, light preserver okay. underwater. Ah, yes. Well, um, no good. Um, well, sometimes the effects just wear off after a time. So you, maybe you can just float for a while. We could push you around. Rotan, while you are stomping around in the manor house, you see next to the entrance two skeletons. One of them seems to be wearing, it looks like rusted plate armor and the other is wearing a ratty earth worn and there's even uh fungus growing on its leather armor and what what position are they in they're slumped over against the wall like they had died there you can give me an investigation check i can try uh 12 uh minus two is 10 you're not really sure how exactly they ended up in this position? They they're definitely dead, right? They are definitely dead. Okay. Well, uh, they stay dead is the question. <laughs> I'm going to use my divine sense again to 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 make sure there's no more like fiend bits uh around. You do not detect I any. I don't detect anything. All right. Then I'll I'll go back out to join the others. Ruton, 
is there anything else in there? Can you uh, sense anything? <laughs> Rotan steps up and he's like got a big wad of loam like plastered to his head. And he like like drags it down with one hand and like shakes it out. He's like, Oh uh, no, I think I got it all. <laughs> uh, there are two skeletons just inside the door though. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Winley runs up the stairs to meet Rotan and goes to look at the skeletons. Could I do an investigations check? You can. Uh, 17. It looks as if the skeletons were dragged over into this position and their bones have been picked clean. Ooh. While searching the bodies, you discover that... The one in the plate mail, there is a javelin next to it. And the one in the leather armor has a black ebony knife. And on the finger of the one in the plate armor is a ring. Taking all of that information, Winley goes back out to the porch. Um, well... It appears that these two bone daddies have really been through a lot. Uh, they're not really uh, of this... Well, they have some interesting um, weapons. We have a, a, a knife dagger sort of thing that's uh, black. We have a javelin. And we have an interesting ring. Uh, how about everyone come and look? Silway is way ahead of you. She has already started walking. <laughs> Pulling Desmond behind her with his walking staff. <laughs> and she is going to go find this dagger you've mentioned. Does Desmond even make it through the door? Or does he hit, like, the top of he it? He just bogs on the top. <laughs> no, no, he, he, can, he can duck and make okay. it through the door. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> this is such a great visual. I love it. Desmond's okay with it. Like, he's just kind of like, oh, this is reality now. So, you know. <laughs> You see, as I described, the two skeletons slumped over, one of which is in uh, rusted plate mail. The other is in leather. There is a dagger next to the one in leather. There is a javelin next to the one in plate, and the one in plate has a ring on its finger. The detect magic is still up from when I cast it on Desmond before. The ring, the javelin, and the dagger all glow. So the dagger is in Silway's hand already. She... <laughs> She, she is holding that thing and inspecting it closely. I would say that Windley has the ring. Um, is, does it have a gem on it? Any sort of stone? It does not have a gem on it. Well, Silway, you've got your super... Yeah. What, what colors are they? Stupid uh, passive perception. It is nothing. It is a silver ring. In fact, it is identical to the silver ring that you are wearing. That Ooh. I am wearing. Oh. oh, shit. Is that a Silver Sisters ring? Dang. It is. <gasps> oh. Okay, this is, this is something is. important. So it's not glowing with magic, though? Or is it? It is. It is. Okay, it is. so it's got fire resistance, I see. Yep, it's got uh, everything your ring has. Are the other two glowing with any color? The, the dagger and whatever else the non-dagger weapon was? Uh, the javelin? Javelin. Yes, they are. Both of these weapons are magical. That ring is a Silver Sisters ring. The plate mail is not magical. Mist hobbles up to them, leaning heavily on the green staff. Well, Hans did say that two people went up to the manor once. 
didn't come back, so... Well... I guess here they are. And one of them was a silver sister. Well, he left that part out. Mist, are you doing all right? Oh, no. Do you want, do you want, uh, would you like some healing? I mean, don't go, anybody go out of their way. Uh, how, how many hit points do you need, Mist? Uh, 61. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll put you up 40. Oh, wow. Oh, lay on hands. Holy crap. Yep. Yep, I'll I'll use my full lay on hands. Okay. You hear a few things kind of snap back. <laughs> <in the place>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I could also give you a cure oh. wounds if you'd like. There we go. Hang on. There we go. One more. Oh, okay. That feels better. Note to Diana, insert bone cracking noise here. (laughs) Assuming assuming my mic didn't pick up. (laughs) The javelin glows with an evocation, which we'll call orange. And what did I say the other one? Um, Blue. Uh, That's blue transmutation. Blue's trans... No, no, I got that. I'm just saying... um, You didn't give me a color on the dagger. The dagger. The dagger glows green. Okay. Oh. Which do you, do you remember what we decided green did was? We, did we give green a color? We did. Yes. Necromancy. Ooh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So is holding onto that thing. Party remember that their goal is Endu and not get totally sidetracked by overthrowing Lord Starge? Will all that shit-talking come back to bite them? Will Silway kill a party member before Diana does? Find out next time on Multi-Class Theater. Okay, so Winley is off screaming <laughs> into a pillow. Into the void. Uh, which, yes, which will be fun um, ADR to do. And uh, <laughs> I really hope that you specifically take the meme where the Grinch is screaming in yoga class. I don't, That's don't what I think this. her scream is. I have not seen this. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it, it should just be, it should just so not match her tonality at all. It should just be, like, the worst fucking thing. <laughs> well, to the Googles. I, I, I could do that. Let out all the sounds that are trapped inside you. Screams. <laughs> okay, so the rest of you are... Where are you? Room one. <clears throat> okay, so you've all piled into Rotan's room. Is this in the mm. morning, or... <laughs> and No, this is still in the evening. Okay, okay. Oh, for the conversation. And Mike, Mike has seen the video. <laughs> okay, um, damn it, now I have to watch oh. it. <laughs> it's oh, great. Oh, I'm so it's sorry. It's cool. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so I didn't mean to start this, but it's really... It, it's okay. We're, we haven't really started yet either. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's gold. It's gold. <laughs>
<laughs> I I have I have made an oop. <laughs> I've made a large oop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kaylin heard the, the the group screaming and came down the hallway like what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> back together all right oh god everyone you know this sounds particularly like a movie i saw once this sounds so much like chitty chitty bang bang have you ever seen it (laughs) what's a movie unfortunately no (laughs) well that's unfortunate for you yes i'm such Um... a fan of mary poppins but i've never actually seen (laughs) chitty chitty bang bang Oh, but you have seen Mary Poppins, yes? <laughs> are movies what we call plays here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the people They're are moving people around. moving on a stage. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Back, it's like back, an illusionist. Back in going... the day, somebody mentioned... Back in the day, somebody mentioned Cheez-Its, and I was like, all right, this is oh, fair God. game information. I can yeah, pull I from now. I pulled from an interdimensional <laughs> carriage. <laughs> and, and technically, yeah. no, but... Well, you never you don't know all of my story. Perhaps I was I, in a lot of those carriages. I do not. I know nothing so, of your story. Uh, you know, uh, you or Desmond. It's actually funny as a person like I actually I think squirrels are awesome, but I I really do hate raccoons. <laughs> how do you how do you feel about chipmunks? Chipmunks are fine. I, w- they're, uh, I would assume they're, they're since annoying that is if they your try name. to burrow into your house, then then well, they can as... die horrible deaths. Um, but as long as they're slow, otherwise they're very cute and and fine. How can you hate raccoons? They're how can you oh. not? I see they're, they're so sweet. evil, man. No, they're not. D- d- no, yes. they're, they're misunderstood. They're, they're evil, man. They're cute and they're intelligent <laughs> and. Yeah. Like I literally, it's, Tom Riddle when was I leave for work. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoon. When I the shits are evil. When I leave for Whoa, work I... in the morning, there is uh, there I there are raccoons in the parks by here that I see. I also see skunks. They're amazing. Mm. Also, are you really about to open up the jar that is Harry Potter and the jar that is Tom Riddle because let's we don't have enough time for that, okay? <laughs> That's like when someone comes at me just about Snape, I'm like, "All right, I guess you have 5 years to sit down and talk, and I guess you can't, you're not going to be able to move." What the uh, Unfortunately, Amanda has no idea what we're talking about right now because I I am aware of Harry Potter. I know who Snape is. He's a teacher. <laughs> Oh, God. He, w- he he was a Hogwarts professor. Yes, professor. Like how? Yes. I- Just never got and into he was the like Harry Potter supposed thing. to be bad, but like wasn't actually bad or something. Well, that 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 I I I fit into the uh, the group of people that do believe that. Yes, okay. there are there are lots of groups of people that have opinions on Snape. Mm, okay, really. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of people know. think he's was fucking awful, and oh. that a lot all of the things that he did were not redeemable, and oh. that he really was um, just sort of an abusive source for Harry. Which I'm never, you know, it's like people, people, but any <laughs> ah, <laughs> he was. I admit it, <laughs> but he had a lot going on. But there, but there was a reason, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Well, like spoilers, you know. Anyone who, you know, we don't have to talk too deeply, but like at the same time, I would like to like put it in your head, Diana, that Winley is now looking for a pet raccoon. That's the only type (laughs) of pet she wants, and I want fair enough. Yeah, that's what I want is a raccoon. 